everybody and welcome to Barefoot TV and Podcast Show. I'm your host, Leanne the Barefoot Medium. I'm an international medium, blessed to act as the bridge between you and your loved ones who've passed over. A twin flame who supports people to connect into conscious relationships and sacred union with self, partner and the divine. I'm also a transformational coach who guides people to look into their soul mirror and work with the universal energies to transform and change so you can confidently manifest what it is your soul needs, wants, and desires. Now, kick off your shoes, relax, and enjoy this month's episode of Barefoot TV and Podcast Show, where I am joined by the amazing Kerry Hummingbird once again. Thank you, Kerry, for coming back. Oh, thank you for having me back on again. I love our conversations. I know, right? And so this episode, Kerry and I are going to discuss healing the mother wound and particularly bringing in some information and insight around her new book that she's about to launch called Love is Fierce. So Kerry, can you introduce yourself a little bit to people and tell them a bit about your background? Yeah, absolutely. So I was on the last time talking about my book, The Second Wave, with the rainbow eye and white eagle. And that was is still on the charts. It's like, I'm kind of blown away by that. Um, but this is the middle of the second wave. And so I guess that, well, I've been designated as a messenger, like to go, hey, by the way, we're in the middle of the second wave. And here's some hallmarks of it. And uh, the, the book got published and all of a sudden um, I got tapped again. And I thought, you know, okay, I wrote the book, I'm done. But I got tapped to write this book, Love is Fierce, Healing the Mother Wound with White Buffalo Calf Woman. So I, I committed and said, yes, of course, it's one of those, the choiceless choice, um, you know, yeah. <laughs> when you see that you already have been working on this your whole life, and this is the thing you're here to do. And uh, I just didn't know I was working on it. So a lot of people are like, well, what is the mother wound? What does that even mean? Because I have a good relationship with my mom, right? But it's actually there. It's present for all of us in humanity. And so we'll, we'll get into a little bit of that. So but I've been learning about um, and opening up my own consciousness and learning to receive guidance as you are so good at uh, receiving etheric inspiration and channeled messages and guidance. I've been learning to do that. And, you know, this, this one is a deep one for humanity. It was a deep one for me and it manifests in so many different ways. So I'm just, I'm really excited for our conversation today to see where it goes. Um, and, see what, and, what's, what's to come out. Neither of us really know what that is. Do I have we? no idea. No, <laughs> I don't plan these things. <laughs> and I love that because um, I want to acknowledge that when we caught up last time and talked about your, your first book, which is The Second Wave, we were talking about a little bit of the mother wound stuff and we've caught up again after that. And so I want to acknowledge that well done for getting this book out so incredibly quickly and and giving birth to that because you know it feels like um you know a, a big job and particularly when we've been working and and I know as I know you have working on that kind of issue and that that area so that you can bring through that guidance for everybody and for the planet and you know, with the times that we're in at the moment, we're really stepping into that beautiful divine feminine energy. So mm. the timing of it is amazing. So thank you for that. Thank you, White Buffalo Calf Woman. <laughs> I, mean, I was kind of told like, this is when it's going to be. And I argued with that because uh, we have a summit coming out with the book. So 
it's January 4th to 20th is the summit and the book launches on January 20th. And the summit is called the return of mother wisdom and the concept and and the and not only the concept but the frequency we're putting out with the summit is the um the energy of sisterhood the energy of healed mothers the energy of wise women and the web that we can form together with our collective intention to um to be supportive for the good of all to bring our gifts and service to the good of all on the planet and to just open and channel these messages and to be in conversation. That is a demonstration that the world needs right now because that's what it used to be like, you know, like the women, I mean, if you look in indigenous communities, you see that women are the, are the backbone of the, of the, um, the tribe, the backbone of the community. They work together to, to feel and sense what's happening and to work out and bring peace and, and that's the traditional way that women interact in a tribe. But what's happened is that because over the last thousands of years, we all collectively decided, I believe, to run an experiment to see what happens when we completely disrespect our mother figures and the mother earth. Hmm. What happens when we do that? Well, we found out. <laughs> we found out. We're like at the edge, on the verge again of human extinction. And, and here's the lesson that we, we failed to learn the last five times which is that the only way for humanity to heal is to respect and honor our mother. And when I say our mother, I mean, not just, you know, your mother and her mother and her mother and her mother, but actually the mother planet and the divine mother, the source of creatrix of all things to really honor that energy. And I love how you bring that in because it is so important that we, we, we do look at how we're connected to earth and how we're connected to, to that mother energy and that's what she brings. I want to go back a little tiny bit and, you know, when people do hear about the mother wound, they are, most people go to their actual mother, their physical mother in this world, and they they think about that so i'd like to kind of hear your perspective on the mother wound and what that means for our physical relationship in, in this world and then we'll get into the planetary stuff if that's okay yeah absolutely i mean it starts with the physical tangible because that's how we learn in this earth dimension anyway is through the physicality that's why we're here because otherwise we're just spirit you know so we come down here to have this tangible experience so we get a tangible mother we get a soul that's willing to come into a body and be a tangible mother and have that experience of, of um, you know, the image and likeness of the creator energy to birth a life into being through their vessel. Uh, so, you know, we also have a, a big generation of people of Western culture that have what Alberto Vialdo was one of my teachers and he would say, oh, every, you know, everybody in this room has mommy daddy issues, you know, mm -hmm. and, you know, <laughs> Until you heal those mommy daddy issues, you're not in your full power because you have to learn to reparent yourself. This is what I've learned. And I didn't know what that meant. I was like, what are you talking about? I mean, in the space out in the collective, we can certainly hear many people speaking about this. You have to learn how to parent yourself. You have to stop blaming your parents. You have to step into your own power. You have to um, take ownership of your life, you know, all, but what does that actually mean? Because Maybe I thought I did it. Maybe I thought, well, I forgave her. I just went, oh, no worries. You know, it's fine. She's just the way she is. But no, that's not it. But, but, but wait, there's more. And there's more layers. 
So it's, it's really about truthfully exploring your actual thoughts and feelings about how you were parented and raised. And not only that, but your perceptions about your physical mother, because that is actually what you created inside your mind about your mom. It's your creation. And many people don't realize that. They think, oh no, she's just that way. But actually it's your creation in your mind. And not only is it your creation in your mind that prevents you, by the way, from seeing who your mom really is, but it's your creation in your mind. That's the mother that's mothering you every single day. So if you didn't like this projected outside version of your mom, you really want to do this work to change that perception so you can change the mom that's parenting you on the inside because she's still parenting you, the one you created. So all the self-doubt, the self-criticism, self-sabotage, which is a term I don't really agree with, all of these things that people experience, you know, broken relationships, divorce, problems with intimacy, distraction, numbing out, taking pills, drinking too much, addictions, pretty much everything in humanity, lack of finances, scarcity, fear over not being safe or held, like all of it, like every little nook and cranny of shadow you find in your life, it has a source back in the mother wound. That is the source of that. And, and how do we heal from these things is that we actually learn how to open to the greater presence of the divine mother and reprogram, reparent ourselves. And then, you know, let our mom off the hook for not being what we wanted or what we thought we needed. And I, and and I think that's really key, isn't it? Because, you know, it kind of comes back to you looking at our, our own inner world and our own, you know, I call that kind of the mirror of our soul and what's within is what's reflected without and what we see outside of ourselves is something that we need to come back and check within if it's a story, a perception, a thought, an emotion or whatever that's allowing us to see what we're seeing in the physical because we manifest and we create everything. And that's what the Divine Mother is all about, is that feminine creatrix and, you know, the the birthing and the, you know, she's fertile, she's nurturing, she's loving, she's, you know, all of those things. And when we create that thought, projection, story, perception, whatever you want to call it, and we put that out in front of ourselves, then, you know, the universe source, the divine, whoever you believe in, has no choice but to bring that back to you and show you that so that you can reflect and look within and go, is this really what I want to keep making true for myself? And and that, you know, it comes down to, you know, if you have got that unhealthy or wounded relationship with your, your own mother, then then coming back within and really looking at, well, how am I mothering me? And how am I allowing that mother or that divine feminine energy within me? And what am I creating here? So I love Yeah, that. and it's a deep reconciliation because it's not good enough to just logically spiritualize it and say, oh, well, I know la, 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 and I should forgive. So I forgive it, but I don't forget it. That's not, that's not it. So it's kind of like you have to go into this deep inner reconciliation, deep honoring of how you really feel, actually feel 
and and witness yourself in how you it's amazing how we cover it up because of guilt and shame and you're not supposed to talk about your mom that's like the number one rule you're never supposed to do so we all try not to do that and keep it a secret and 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 even from ourselves you know and so we have to be able to look inside really reconcile those things be honest with ourselves, listen to our inner child, get in touch with how that little inner child actually felt and feels and get in touch with like, what was my mom going through when she was birthing me? What was her state of consciousness? What were her fears? What were her beliefs? What were her doubts? What were her concerns? What were the things she was facing? Because that's what you've been programmed with in utero. You, you're, you are the manifestation of your mother's web of consciousness. Huge, right? It's like, you know, you're you're like the the emissary resolving or healing her life's challenges through birthing you. You're you're the external representation of everything she believes about the world. And underneath all that conditioning is your authentic self. So the goal is to peel back like all these layers of conditions and, and inheritance to arrive at who you actually are. And the cool thing is that you chose the whole thing. How amazing. Right? So it wasn't a mistake that you inherited your mom's, um, you know, a self-doubt or your mom's inability to speak up or your mom, whatever the thing is, your mom's poor me, you know, whatever you inherited, that was not a mistake. Because that was what your soul actually came in as a soul's curriculum to be programmed with before birth so that you come right out thinking that's who you are so that you're inevitably going to solve that puzzle. Because if you can't escape it and that's all you are, you're pretty dedicated (laughs) to figuring it out, right? So that's really interesting that, you know, um, how many of us sit down and really have have that open, honest conversation with, with our mother about what our birth story is and I know I've done it and you know I had a a really open honest conversation about you know what was the energy that was going on what was playing out what were your thoughts what were your feelings what was what was going on and it kind of gave me some huge light bulbs in, in my awareness as well and some areas where I needed to jump into and look at and really allow myself to shift clear and transform so I could step into the gift of it. Oh, I'm so glad you brought it to the gift because that's exactly right. Is that all of these things since we signed up for it is part of our soul's curriculum. So that's how, uh, but it is a, it's a deep process of inner reconciliation. So it doesn't end up being a spiritual bypass Yeah. because if it, you don't really- actually reconcile, you know, it's not actually forgiven. No. And I think that's really important because, you know, one of my clients yesterday um, has been struggling with a pattern that that's been playing out. And she said, I've been handing it over. I've been surrendering it. And I'm like, "Uh uh-huh. And I said, so talk to me about that. And she said, well, I've just handed it over and gone, sort it out. And I'm like, oh, okay. Right. Solve my puzzle for me. Yeah. 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 Right. And I'm like, Hmm, not quite sure that's really going to work. We can surrender it. Absolutely. There's more to that process. And I think within that, that spirit, some of the spiritual community, there's a, 
I'll just surrender it and keep moving forward. Well, the reality is you can do that. You keep moving forward with that energy that is not resolved, shifted, healed, transformed. And I think, you know, it takes courage, doesn't it, to go within and do that deep work. It takes courage to willingly trigger yourself by becoming aware of how you were mistreated because of the patterns, you know, because humanity has been in thousands of years of denigrating women. And we already discussed how every human on earth is born through a a woman's womb, like her, her womb and her web, her consciousness web. So we, we learned a big lesson. What happens when you, when you desecrate women and then you birth humanity through them? You birth a lot of humans that feel lack of self-worth. They feel shameful about themselves. They feel, you know, hopeless and a despair. I mean, you just come in this way because that's the mother's web of the planet that they're being, you know, humanity is birthing people through. And then why do we have wars? Exactly that reason. Why do we have, you know, desecration of the planet? Exactly that reason. So we had to learn firsthand because, of course, in our own lifetimes, we can always point to places where I had to learn that lesson for myself. So because we're like that, we had to, and it's, this is the fifth time, right? Or the sixth, this would be the sixth extension. We had five extensions because we couldn't learn the lesson. So in time, so we are going to learn it this time. We're already in the process. We're on the trajectory. It is happening. The energy has been elevated enough. We can learn this lesson now. So now it's up to every single person to make the choice, even if you love your mom and you're like, she's perfect the way she is, I got nothing. Then I dare you <laughs> to do the research. I dare you to look at it. I dare you to go in and go, you know what? I'm going to face this shadow. It's a, it's an ancestral shadow. I feel great with my mom, but I, it's an ancestral shadow. It's a cultural shadow. It's a humanity shadow. And I know as I do my own work, I'm elevating everybody around me by doing that work. So if I'm brave and courageous and I'm going to go into that space and do the work because I know that I can face whatever I find there, do the work. It's going to help. Every person that chooses to do this work is going to help because it, it lightens up the human consciousness. And I think that's really important for, for those who are on their spiritual journey is by doing this work on yourself, you are being of service. And mm-hmm. so I think, you know, and, and this was a similar conversation again that I had with the same client yesterday is, you know, they, they had some frustration and some anger coming up around distractions, pulling her away from her business and being able to be in her spiritual work. And I went, but hang on, you're being called the same thing. to go within and you're being called to do this work and you're being called to really allow it to, you know, go deep and see it and feel it and know it and move it and shift it and all of that. That is your work. That is the work. And she went, oh. <laughs> and, you know, like, guess that what? Is it, right? Working on your relationship with yourself, your mother, your father, your children, your partner, for anybody out there who's like, I've got my spiritual business and I... And I got to focus on that. It's like, no, the work is actually at home. And it took me a long time to get this. So I understand because I also felt like, well, I have to be out in the world. I have to do this. It's my, it's my important. I got to work my purpose. And, and yes, all of that's important. But I also love this message. I heard um, Richard Rudd say in one of his contemplations on the gene keys, he said that the gurus will say like in India or anywhere when, when they have people meditating, the people are like, well, we're just sitting here meditating. This is, we're not doing any good in the world. Like we need to take action. 
And the gurus will say, you don't know what to take action to take because you don't know who you are yet. That's, that is really here until you face the mother wound as it expresses within you, because we are fractals. It's a piece in every single one of us until you face that mother wound within you don't actually know who you are because you're still under the conditioning of the human condition, which up until now, that's the deal. So it's, you know, each of us has this great opportunity to go within and do our piece. And as we do our piece, it unlocks it for so many more. And so the work, the work is easier and easier and easier. And it's not about bashing moms. (laughs) Like it's really about witnessing, you know, it's about witnessing, like, like, look how heroic it's been for our ancestors to be operating in this paradigm where they're being birthed into a condition where they don't, you know, understand love in the highest frequency. And then to be just doing, everyone's doing their best to emulate something that's completely beyond reach because of how we have chosen to have this experiment on the planet. It's, it's a very challenging experience. Yeah, absolutely. And Oh, wow. There's just so much more we could talk about with all of that, right? Oh, totally. I could just go on and on. I know I, I do sometimes. <laughs> um, what I want to do is is talk a tiny bit about that planetary stuff, that's, that global stuff that's going on around the feminine, the mother, you know, that energy. Can you just give people a little bit of an insight into what we're what we're moving through with with the pandemic that we're all going through globally and what your thoughts are around that feminine and mother yeah well mother knows best um (laughs) i'll start there (laughs) and just say that you know we are what a lot of people because of this paradigm of separation that we've gone through the last thousands of years with the patriarchy and this experiment that we ran is that we forgot we're connected to all that is being connected to all that is, is a divine feminine principle. And it's something that the indigenous people held onto many cultures around the world for all this time for us to wake up to it. And when I say us, I mean largely Western people to wake up to this truth and to realize that, you know, the plants are alive. They're, they have consciousness. They're not just growing. They have consciousness. Um, they're wise teachers and the jungle is full of them. And, and here we are desecrating the jungle. We're, we're getting rid of nature, mother nature's medicine cabinet. Why in the world would we try to make our own medicine when the medicine's already in the jungle? There's no reason for that. When it's already, you know, the dandelions have more wisdom than some of our, you know, our people that think they're so wise. We need to really take a lesson from mother nature, but we don't know that until we've healed and connected back with all that is and start to, our consciousness elevates to the point where we can actually um, receive messages from things that aren't human, you know? When that starts to happen for you on your path of spiritual awakening, you re- you actually can receive wisdom from plants. And it's, sh- it's kind of shocking at first, like, wow, plants have a lot of wisdom. They're a lot smarter than me. I didn't know that. You know, um, the, the rocks and stones and crystals, they are wise. They have messages. They have wisdom. I didn't even know that. This We have to elevate our consciousness as the stewards of this planet to become aware of all of life on earth is alive. It's all got consciousness. It's not just inanimate material that we can just, you know, 
do whatever, whatever we want, destroy. No, it's, it's, it's us. It's the essence of all of life. It's, it's teeming through everything on this planet and we need to respect it and honor it. And in respecting and honoring, you know, even the lions in it, we are respecting and honoring ourselves because that's a creation on this planet. So, um, you know, the water system, for example, is a closed ecosystem. So we're made of water, how we talk to ourselves. You know, Masuro Emoto um, did many experiments that people are probably familiar with, with the water molecules and, and, uh, and seeing how, like, if you spoke love to water, then and you would make a little snowflake and it'd be the most beautiful snowflake ever when it was spoken love to and then the ones where people like just projected hate and said hateful language to they came out misshapen and even discolored and think about the impact of that on our human vessel which is 60 to 70 percent water so we you know this is a closed ecosystem every thought we put out there every word we put out there every motion we put out there is all affecting the whole. And it's not to say stuff up your feelings and don't, you know, have them because you're impacting us. Not at all. We actually have to deal with it in order to not impact because if we don't express it, we're, it's still there. So yeah. we have to get better at this emotion thing and, and, and respecting the water and the planet thing. You know, I think as we elevate our consciousness, we'll get it better. We'll just get it. We'll start to get it. And I, I like how you talk about the, we need, we need to learn to work with those emotions better. And I think, you know, coming on 12 months of experiencing some form of lockdown, whether no matter wherever you are in the world, and that might've looked different. And we're very fortunate in Australia to not have had an extreme level of that, that I know a lot of other places have, except for, for Melbourne, for a little bit. But what I think that was really beautiful to be able to, to do if you looked at the gift with it was to be able to come back within, which was exactly what we were invited to do, was to come back home and our vessel is our home and, you know, and to really check in with ourselves about, you know, where we're at, what we're feeling, what we're thinking and how we're being in the world. And I, and I think that's really that beautiful feminine and mother energy is that you know connectedness that intuition that feel and that nurt like because the feeling is all about the mother right and the feminine Whereas and the also most, balance yeah balance, balance and cycles you know absolutely and I was having a conversation with with a, a male friend yesterday about emotion and he and he was saying that you're I feel, you know, I'm angry and, and I hold it in and I don't say anything. And I'm like, oh, okay. So we had a really interesting conversation. So about that, and I said to him, it's kind of like you're holding a, a ball and you're pushing it under the water and you're holding it there. At some point it has to come up because your arms are going to get sore from holding this energy or this ball, which is all emotion is, is energy under the water and hiding it and holding on to it and, and he's like oh okay and then then he said something about he loves riding horses so I went okay think about it this way you got a big ball of anger energy sitting on the saddle that's on on your horse's back how's that going and he went oh maybe yeah. I need to kind of un, unwind that right and so 
you know, I think that people just need to, you know, have a little fun and play with it, which is also the feminine, right? Yeah. Like I, I teach people how to roar like a lion because, you know, fiery redhead, anger. Yep. It's in my chart, you know? So anger is one of my primary emotions that I, that I get into when I, I feel blocked and I've had to learn how to express that anger through using my, my voice and not projecting it at somebody, but just letting it out. And see, that's the difference with how we can be conscious with how we release this emotion and not judging it is the first step because just because it arose doesn't make you a bad person. It, it came because it just came. So it just came, deal with it, express it, get it out of your body. You can go for a run. You can stomp your feet. You can pound something. You know, I like to make a little area where lots of pillows, where you can just like pound the pillows, you know, and not hurt anything, you know, like yourself. So it's just, it's, we have to get better at allowing ourselves like to cry. If you're feeling grief, like it arises within you. So let it come out. Don't stuff it down. You know, this is, this is really part of the shift on the planet. And we get into the flow. The other thing is like, don't release that stuff to the sky. That's too heavy for the sky. Like God is, you know, come on. We got to give it to where it can be transmuted, which is the earth. Yeah. The earth is the one that can transmute everything. So we give it to the earth, like give it to the earth and say, thank you for taking this. It's just energy. It's us who judge it as bad. So you give it to the earth, the earth will just take that just like the earth takes a carcass or takes rotted fruit and transmutes it into something new. So it, it's just the same They take the anger energy. This is why the indigenous people used to dig a hole in the earth and go scream into the earth because it puts the energy in there yeah. and then the earth transmutes it. It's simple. It is, isn't it? When we look at it that way, you know, and if you were to give viewers or, or listeners two tips on how to move through that mother wound, what would, what would they be? You know, a really helpful practice. First thing is ask for help. Number one, because you can't see your own eyebrows and the trap you're in with your mother's web is so part of the water you swim in and breathe in that you can't really see it yourself. It, you need support or a community or something in order to get to see it, to spot it. Um, the other thing is, um, is to become aware. You know, awareness is the key. And so the, these two go together, get help and then become aware. So you've got to expose yourself to some something that makes you aware. So my book is one option. I refer to other books inside my book that are other options. Um, you know, there's plenty of books out there about, you know, different patterns in the, in the collective. There's a few people that are working on this specifically and you can easily find them. So just start exposing yourself to the patterns so that you can check yourself to see, is that happening for me? Is that one of my things? And if it is, start tracking that, start working on that and healing that. And you know, there's so much exploration. It's, it's way too big to go into here because it's a process, but it's, it, it doesn't have to take a lifetime either. Like it took me about nine years to really understand what was going on. Um, but because I charted that course for myself and there are other teachers who also charted that course, be and I know you have done your work as well. So because we've done this work, it's a it's quicker for anybody that comes in with us to do the work. It's not going to take nine years. It's going to be quicker. So and yeah. we need it to be. And quicker I love that. 
we, you know, we and, and that's why we do the yeah. work right because yeah it's it's like walking through that doorway of that that healing doorway right oh yeah. okay <sighs> and the best part is into it the and best part is that it yeah. And, and we want, don't we want people activated on the planet right now, Leanne? Like I know you and I have had many conversations about this already. That's why we do it. We, we are here for the evolution of human consciousness, which means we want to see every human being at their greatest potential aligned with their soul and their destiny and living it fulfilled because that is the sweet spot, not only for an individual but it's the sweet spot for the whole collective. When the divine can orchestrate and you follow, we can work together then. And we can turn earth around like that. Like I, I know it will happen like that, but only from our soul space, which takes people like Leanne and me and all the other people that have been working on, on their medicine. Now it's like, okay, let's do it. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing. Thank you. Uh, you know, and we could we could talk all day about this, and I know that we'll we'll connect again at some point in whatever sh way, shape, and form that is. Can you let people know where they can connect with you and how they can support your your launch of your book that's coming out? Absolutely. Um, the website for the book launch and the summit is motherwoundbook.com. You have to put the book. So motherwoundbook.com. And that is where all the information you can sign up. And if you just want to um, see my website or more about me, uh, carriehummingbird.com, K-E-R-R-I, hummingbird.com is my website. And there's cool stuff up there. Thank you. Just so like yours. Sharing. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, everybody. And I hope that you have enjoyed this episode. Please hit the subscribe button or the like and put a comment below to let us know what insights or, got or, or awareness you've had out of today's episode, because we'd love to hear how we've been able to support you or if we've been able to support you to move through your mother wound or whatever you're going through at the moment. So thank you, everyone, for joining me. If you want to know more about my work, jump on my website, thebarefootmedium.com.au. And I look forward to connecting with you all on the next episode of Barefoot TV and Podcast Show. Thank you so much, everybody. Mm -hmm.